Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Tuesday, February 14th. Happy Valentine's Day. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, what to watch for in the Senate briefing on the four objects shot down in U.S. airspace. Number two, McConnell versus Senator Rick Scott. The battle continues. And number three, why top Dems and banking aren't freaking out about the debt limit yet. All right, Jake, let's get to it. The top story here in Washington, of course, is this briefing uh, that the Pentagon is going to be doing for senators uh, following the unprecedented uh, shooting down of four objects in eight days in U.S. airspace. Um you know, I was thinking about this this morning a little bit. That we Right now in Washington, things are so partisan. Republicans and Democrats so rarely agree on anything. But I think this is one thing that has united them because there's so little information and they are really pressing the Biden administration, the Pentagon and others uh, to share what they do know and what they have found out since these objects have been shot down. Yeah. So the big question, Anna, um, is what the answers, what answers can the administration deliver behind closed doors that it hasn't been able to deliver publicly? Like the White House allowed, I guess, that um, these are not aliens. So that's probably a good thing. Um, or they don't believe they're aliens. Who knows whether they're aliens or not? Um, the uh, <laughs> That's just my commentary. Uh, Marco Rubio said it's impossible to make an assessment because there's virtually no information available beyond what you've seen publicly reported. And that's just not, and it's just not a sustainable position. So, um, you know, the, the senators want information. So the question is, when they go into this briefing, can the administration deliver anything that's not been said publicly to senators? I mean, we are shooting down objects in U.S. airspace, like, what for the first time we're not at war that we know of at least um the question is like is this um are we just being more sensitive to things in our airspace because of this incursion by the chinese spy balloon like what is going on here um senators are frustrated and rightfully so because a vacuum no information means you know it means that things are um are just tenuous between the Senate and between the administration and Capitol Hill. I guess, to be honest with you, the, the lucky thing is the House is not here because the House would also be having a freak out and a probably a less measured freak out, Anna. Yeah, I think that's right. I mean, I think the big question here is what, if anything, can be answered? Uh, is there anything that the, the Pentagon uh, and the administration is willing to say to help appease some of these uh, members of, of Congress. In particular, you have Senator Steve Daines and Senator John Tester, uh, who, who are acutely focused on this, given the fact that two of the objects uh, flew over Montana's airspace uh, and caused some issues there. So something that uh, our very own Andrew Desiderio and others here at Punchable News will be covering very closely today. Uh, let's move on to the number two story of the the morning and one that I feel like it feels a little bit like redux here. Uh, an issue that we continue to be talking about, which is uh, the ongoing feud between Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell and uh, Senator Rick Scott, the Republican from Florida. As you well know, McConnell doesn't do anything by accident. He is a man of few words, and when he uses them, 
He has thought about it pretty carefully. So when we reported uh, that McConnell spoke to Kentucky radio host Terry Miners last week and once again trashed Rick Scott, it was obviously deliberate. Pretty interesting stuff. Yes, yeah, Scott yesterday um, said, I've won three hard statewide elections. I'm doing exactly what I told my state when I, when I ran. Now listen, Rick Scott is up in 2024 um, in a state that's increasingly red. So can a Democrat beat Rick Scott? I mean, who the hell knows? But um, it doesn't seem like it at this point. Um, uh, but may, I mean, maybe, who knows? But um, his point and his allies' points, Ron Johnson, uh, said that uh, the leader ought to be supportive of our incumbents. Now, remember, Rick Scott not only ran against McConnell for leader and got trounced, he also has been fundraising off of his <laughs> distaste and feud with Mitch McConnell. So this is a um, this is not exactly a uh, uh, this is a very tough situation right now inside the Senate GOP, um, and. Uh, I find it fascinating. I mean, very few people kind of stand up or get in a fight with Mitch McConnell in this way. Um, but um, uh, you're seeing, you know, uh, you're seeing that right here. I mean, you're seeing a a battle between a rank-and-file Republican, someone who, by the way, ran the NRSC last cycle, did not do that great of a job, according to McConnell and all of his allies, and... Um, now is in the rank and file, and, and qu quite frankly, um, is not an outcast, but certainly is not getting any favors from the Senate Republican leadership. Because remember, he was also just kicked off of the Commerce Committee, which Mitch McConnell said was not retribution, but you know, it's kind of retribution. It certainly smells like retribution. I also think to zoom out a little bit, I mean, this is all about 2024, right? When you look at it, um, you know, Republicans are getting hammered by Joe Biden and other Democrats for this Scott proposal. It's opened them up to a huge weakness when it comes to uh, attacks on, you know, the fact that they want to get rid of Medicare and Social Security, uh, really the third rail in politics. And certainly when it comes to their um, older voter base uh, and, and, you know, Democrats smell blood in the water and so does McConnell. Right. He's trying to have this fight now and trying to kind of get Rick Scott to, to kind of back down a bit. Obviously, he hasn't. But this is not a good position for Republicans going into 2024 trying, and certainly in the presidential, uh, that, that this is going to be an ongoing drumbeat by Democrats. Yes, absolutely. And remember, this it's very clear what Scott's plan says. It says, um, initially, it says that all federal, all laws should sunset after five years. <laughs> That's what it says. I didn't, uh, I didn't, uh, no one made that up besides Rick Scott. Let's move on to the number three story of the morning, our very own Brendan Peterson. Uh, catching up with top banking Democrats. Interesting. They're po looking at their posture uh, going into this debt limit fight. And so far, uh, they aren't freaking out uh, yet, I would say. Um, but some interesting uh, commentary by both um, Maxine Waters and Sherrod Brown, Jake. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting, like, I think everybody's kind of uh, sleepwalking here. Waters, Maxine Waters, and Sherrod Brown, the top Democrats on the respective banking and or financial services and banking committees, are. Um, yeah, I, I don't know why people aren't more worried. <laughs> I, I think. Listen, I do think the debt limit's raised. What I keep telling people, and I think this is true. I think there's truth to this. That that like 
I do think it'll be raised. I don't know how. I don't know what it looks like. I don't know if it results in uh, McCarthy being kind of thrown to the wolves. Um, but um, they are not concerned. He said, I, Maxine Waters said, I think in the final analysis we raised the debt limit. Like, I think when you don't know what the path is, there's reason for concern. You know what I mean? I, that's what I think. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of confidence that they, you know, seem to think that, you know, ultimately things will get done. I think both are, are not saying it's not going to be rocky, um, but it is interesting. They're they're throwing a little bit of, of more. Um, I don't know. Just, it, 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 I agree with you. The posture is not trying to make it a five alarm fire, right? It's saying like, hey, you know, yeah, this is going to happen. It's going to be tough. But, you know, Water's kind of, you know, throwing out there fairly casually uh, that she thinks that, you know, that Democrats and Republicans could work together. Um, you know, uh, that is interesting. I mean, it's just it's it's not the posture of where Republicans certainly are. Um, so maybe they know something we don't, or maybe they've just been in politics for a long time, where oftentimes they are all, the, these things are are massive fights until they're not. Um, but fairly upbeat, given the fact that uh, we are quickly moving into the summer months when when this is going to come really into focus. All right, I want to mention one other quick thing. I would love for you all to check out The Leaders. Uh, this is a project that we have been working on for the past couple of months. Um, we are focusing on four different leaders um, back in the States uh, at the federal level and how they are leading their um, communities through the economic recovery the first one that we are looking at is a really interesting interview that Brendan Peterson did with Oklahoma Governor Kevin Stitt. He's a Republican. And while Oklahoma famous for oil and gas, uh, Stitt is wooing clean energy companies to the Sooner State as part of his efforts to rebuild the economy and create more jobs. Uh, just an interesting look at kind of his whole world who uh, who his top aides are, what the state of Oklahoma is doing as they look to the future of kind of energy production, which, uh, you know, isn't just going to be in oil and gas. Yeah, it's a great project and um, much kudos to uh, Brendan Peterson and the whole team that put this together. It's been it's absolutely amazing. All right. With that, thanks so much for listening. If you like The Daily Punch, please share it. That's the best way for folks to find out about us. You can also subscribe to our free morning newsletter at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.